Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to the Things We Like podcast episode two with Andrew and Brooks. Brooks, how are we doing on this fine Monday morning? Amazing. I had a little uh, right in the beginning, but Andrew's way too good at the intros. <laughs> like he he's the podcast brain. So like he guides me every step of the way. But yeah, today we got people in chat today. We Already do. Too. Chloe, go. Novice, and Trebs. Good morning. Um, we're pretty much on time, which is great because I'm always I'm never not tired. So like, this works yeah. out. But anyways, t- you texted me. At, you texted me. And you were like, "Hey, give me like twenty minutes." And I I'm literally like, oh, I was, was like, close. "I was like, <laughs> I need, I need." A little bit of time because I was going to set up everything and I'm like, I just got to wake up. It's like when Mr. Krabs wakes up and it starts playing, you're old. And he just is like, he yeah. pulls his chin down and he's got like 50 chins. That's how I feel every time I wake up. I'm just like, crusty Ugh. face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The boss. Uh, yes, uh, I made it. What's up? Elmix? I'll just say Elmix. I like to abbreviate names. So thanks for showing up. Yeah, we'll do um, Elmix. Oh, yeah, Tristan. Thanks for coming in through. Are we having a good time today, gamers? Yes. Speaking of gamers, that's what we're talking about today. That's our topic for today mm. is top five video games of yep. all time. And we will, give, we will also give honorable mentions as well. I have, because like, I have I, like another runner up. Like I have my top 10 yeah. is like pretty solid. Um, so I'll mention the runners up. Um, yeah. After the fact, like at the end. So to hear yeah. the runners up, you That's gotta. Fine. Unfortunately, gotta listen to we'll, us. We'll do. Let's do. Uh, let's do first four. Then we'll do honorable mentions. And okay. We'll okay. So and then we'll that save works. the 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 end all be all the for be, the last the best one. for last. Okay, I yeah. like that. Okay, so all right, picking them or heads or tails, Andrew. Okay, heads or tails. I'll go tails today. Okay, Siri, flip a coin. Wait, she didn't listen to me. No, no. Siri, flip a coin. It's tails this time. Okay, you go first. Right? Oh, I go first this time. Didn't yeah. you say tails? Because I already forgot. I said tails. All right. Yeah, I said so, tails. All right. Well, Andrew's going first. So I'll go first this time. You went first last time, so this works. I out. did. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's fate. All right. First game. Which you're gonna you're gonna see you're gonna see a lot of things with my list is that as I've gotten older, I've played progressively less games, but mm. I've played very specific games. That's fine. That's the way. It's- and ac- and actually, this game is a newer game that I fell in love with, and it's on your arm. And that's Hollow Knight. Yeah, I love Hollow Knight. I am just like. I love a platform. It's got everything. It's got mm-hmm. great story. It drop. It does the thing that I like, where it drops you into the story, and you have no idea what's going on, and you're yeah. kind of learning as you go. It it's a Metroidvania style thing where you're just like trying to figure out where to go, and you have no idea, and you're getting power ups along the way. Love that kind of some RPG ish elements in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the art style. Oh, it's beautiful. oh my gosh. Oh gosh, dude. Like we were, last week, we were talking about. Um, we were talking about the art style from Child of Light. Yes. And how, like, I really like that kind of watercolory art style. Very, it's kind of similar in the Halloween stuff. Um, dude, yeah, I, I love that game. Oh, it's yeah. It's so good, and we'll never get a sequel at this point. I know, we're waiting for uh, Silk Song. Chloe loves Hollow Knight, too. That's, that's like half the reason. It's because Chloe and Hannah that I got the tattoo. 
Um, and I've been playing it recently. I'm saving it to stream this weekend, and then I'm going to finish it. Heck yeah, it, dude. It, after I beat that game, it might actually crack the top 10. Because, yes. It's so good. No, I agree. It's so freaking good. I've been, like, very impressed with it so far. Because, like, the learning curve, like, the skill, like, the amount of skill it takes is, like, it, there, there is a learning curve to getting used to the sure. attacks and, like, swinging down and, like, bouncing off of enemies and, like, timing and stuff like that and using your abilities. And, like, you have a bunch of different ways you can customize the little dude. Um, but at yeah. the same time, like, when you get good at, like, I, I really started to get good at, like, the, the like, the Mantis trio fight where you fight one of them and then they throw two of them at you. So that, in my opinion, that is the first boss where it gets hard. Yeah. Where it gets significantly harder. Like, up until that point, you know, I'm used to, like, harder-ish platforming games. Yeah. Um, also, yes, Tristan is right. He's just a little dude, and I love a little uh, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if there's anything I love in a video game, it's a little dude. Mm-hmm. So he's just a little guy. Uh, so, but at up until that point, I didn't really feel like it was insanely hard some of the times it was just like what made it hard was you falling somewhere where you weren't supposed to be or that's what uh, happened to me at the very beginning or or the levels getting like you dropping into a area that's like insanely hard and things can one shot you Mm -hmm. that happened to me a couple times but like i didn't ever never felt like the bosses like crazy hard until the mantis and the mantis one was the first one where i was like all right this is where the game is bar wise now, and I can only and I'm not even that far into the game. I can yeah. only imagine it getting insanely so, hard as it goes. I agree. The Mantis fight for me is like Genichiro and Sekiro. That's the point where like it clicked for me because Sekiro is hard. It's my mm-hmm. least favorite FromSoft game, not because it's bad. It's because I'm bad. I never played it. Sekiro is yeah. Freaking awesome. It, the The learning curve is very steep, right? But once you get mm-hmm. it and master it, you just level out and you could just whoop the game's ass. Like, you know? Yeah. And um, so Ganeshiro like is Hollow the Hollow Knights is more parabolic. Yeah, right? yeah, It starts yeah. kind of easy and then at a point it like gets really, really hard. Yeah, yeah. And then like, but it's like all fair, you know? Like it's like it's not bull crap, you know? Mm-hmm. Because yeah, everything yeah, shoot the, the, just... the controls are tight. Everything about it is just like chef's kiss. And once I beat it, it might crack. I'm pretty sure. I'm like 99 percent sure it'll crack my top ten. Um, oh yeah. Because it, my my it deserves, tenth game. It it. Yeah, my if I had a top if we were doing top ten, my tenth game is a Metroidvania. So like, mm-hmm. it might take over. I think they've. I think this game, in my opinion, I haven't played like a. Obviously, I haven't played every Metroidvania game, but I yeah. do love those style games. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like they have come the closest to perfecting the formula of that yeah. game style. Yeah, in my it's, opinion, it's one of the best. Like Castlevania does them well too. Like there was, yeah. sim- I've never played Symphony of the Night, but apparently it's like the best one. But I have played Aria of Sorrow and Portrait of Ruin, and those games were really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aria of Sorrow is like really great. Uh, uh, it's amazing. So, one yeah. of the one of the great one of the also one of the greatest of those style of games. Oh yeah, for sure. Well. So Hollow Knight is number five for you. Yep, for so, me. So Brooks, what are, where are you sitting at at number five? Number five for me. So I gotta let me 
Um, I'm trying to remember the exact order uh, of <laughs> the games because I know number one, I know number two, uh, I know number three specifically. Okay. I also tried really hard to like not repeat game ips oh i did too like I, i'm the same way i think so like because i could have very much put like all five as zelda games for me oh i know i know well okay <laughs> well mine number five would be a link to the past speaking of zelda games if we're oh, going in order God, of like good game if we're going in order of down great game. um yeah a link to the past that is, is not, that is not the zelda game that made it on my list but it is of my top five zelda games yeah. it is number two or three yeah so side note a link between worlds was phenomenal i loved that game mm -hmm. uh but See, a link i never had a 3ds so i never got to play that mm -hmm. one yeah I, I had a 2ds i had the doorstop so like that was uh, that's like the you. best way to play 3ds games uh is yeah, like just get a 2ds a 2D. if you want the physical copies just get a 2ds and like mm -hmm. <clears throat> oh whoa hold on let me get my voice back <clears throat> you're dying all right, there it is. Um, but yeah, <laughs> uh, A Link to the Past is so... I love how simple it is. But it like yes. it does everything so well. It's like it's the first Zelda game that I completed 100%. It is just... Oh, Chris, what's up? What's up, boys? So Peekaboo is Chris. He is also an editor along with me hey chris um so yeah we we in the trenches boys but um yeah a link to the past i just I, I don't have enough good to say about it you know it's just like i have too much good to say about it i guess is a better way to word it because i i love the top-down zelda formula more than the 3d zelda so that may be a hot take but like um yeah. i've beaten the original <laughs> zelda um I think almost 100% or 100%, but I followed a guide, you know, like it, that's one of those gotcha. games you kind of have to. I, I followed a guide yeah. the first time I did that. Uh, Link Between Worlds is awesome. Uh, the New Link's Awakening was very good. I love the top down. I love the... Uh, that is my wife's favorite game, actually. I love the toy the art style. Like, remake. I love that. Oh, but God. like A Link to the Past has yeah. my heart, man. Like I have... It I, does the... It does the... Uh, the... The... Like the small... It is the cleanest version of the like, um, that like sprite art style. Oh yeah, I, I mean the Super Nintendo. Sorry guys, oh, yeah. the Super Nintendo is like iconic already. Uh, yeah. And it's just like, I don't know. I it's when I think about it, I'm like, of course, it's like one of my favorites. But like, I think really. Again, the less is more is is it for me. It's mm -hmm. like a, it's a super contained adventure. It's not hellaciously cryptic to where you can't figure it out. Like that's the big issue I have with the first game is like it was revolutionary and it's a great game, but it is like a little too cryptic for a casual player. Yeah. And that game was designed for people to talk about it back and forth before like the internet and stuff like that. And yeah. Super Nintendo, you didn't have the internet either, but at least that game you could I could see someone beating that not a hundred percent but without a guide completely and that's what I love it's simple I, yeah straightforward. I did it when I was when I was like 
seven or eight, and I got that game for the first time mm-hmm. uh, for my Super Nintendo. I, yeah, I freaking beat that game like multiple times over and over again. Yeah, and without like needing a guide. Yeah, and that's what I love about it. It's just so um, user friendly. It's accessible. It's nice. It's pleasant. The music is amazing. Uh, I love the light and dark world. I love the placement of the heart containers that's where the heart containers that's didn't mm-hmm. didn't they introduce heart pieces in that game instead of I just can't remember if it was i can't remember if it was that one or if it was um i don't remember which one came out first if it I was i think they introduced links, the original links awakening uh-huh. or if it was uh link to the past i think a link to the past in both games yeah somebody will correct me but like a Link yeah. to the Past was the first game that introduced like the four heart piece system, which was cool because mm-hmm. that gave you a little bit more to explore in the world. And like, there's the mm-hmm. one where you have like the Pegasus boots and you hit the tree, and then like mm-hmm. there's ones where you have to like use the invisibility rod to like walk across the spikes, and then you get the other one. And actually, there is a Omex has something really cool. Yeah, let's see. There was a hookup to the NES play online using the phone line connection. Unfortunately, it was ahead of this time, so it wasn't used to. Oh, yeah, they tried to do stuff like that a lot yeah. back in the day where they had, like, the cell phone stuff, and but they tried to connect to the yeah. internet and stuff. But anyway, so all that to say, A Link to the Past, Chef's Kiss, that would mm, be my number so five. Good. So now... I always tell people that who, who have never played a lot of... Especially people that, like, are that are younger that grew up kind of in the GameCube era and post that yes. basically uh, to go back and play Link, Link to the That's past like the best entry level Zelda 2. That's one, so another good. reason I love it. It's like anybody can, it's very easy to pick up and play, especially when you learn it. You can just mm-hmm. kind of go. Also, the randomizers are cool. They, I've played a randomizer. I almost I've never beat played it. a randomizer. I almost beat it, but I needed like one key at Ganon's Tower and I couldn't find it. So I was like, Okay, and then there's also a Super Metroid and a Link to the Past randomizer that like splits both games, and you have to know both games inside and out to get like the. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's sick, but yeah, number five for me would be a Link to the Past. It's it's a great game. Um, God, so your number four nostalgia for that game. I know, right? My number four is actually the first PC game I ever played. Uh, so there was a time in late high school early college Mm -hmm. where i was like broke broke as a joke and uh but i had a little like pc i was using for college and i wanted to play some video games because i was super bored and a buddy of mine had a steam account and so he let me have access to his steam account and log in and like just play whatever i wanted on his and the first game i pc only game i ever got and beat fully was Half-Life 2. Yeah. My gosh, that game is so good, especially for its time. The mm. physics engine is crazy. The gravity gun stuff is so much fun. Yep. Um the story is very cool and a little weird and like if you've like obviously you tried to play through Half-Life. I think you ended up beating Half-Life. I did. I beat on, it off screen, yeah. So, it's a cool game. Yeah, yeah. It's but like the story is just so it's just a better version of Half-Life 1 in mm-hmm. every way but also like there's some thriller elements there's some platforming elements there's puzzle elements i love i love a game that just kind of has 
all that stuff yeah half life into it yeah half life from my experience with the, just the first game because I haven't played half life 2 but I've beaten the original half life and it's a very cerebral game it's like because even the box if you look at the box it will tell you you can't it'll hint towards the fact that you can't play it like a regular shooter like you're not a soldier you're a scientist so you have to approach yeah. combat at every situation as gordon freeman uh as a yeah. scientist not like because there's so many times especially if you play on harder difficulties like i had no idea how no, hard yeah. that game was going to be when i first jumped into it but like there are puzzles there are um instances where you have to be crafty with how you use your weapons and like you have yeah. so many weapons so i can only imagine half-life 2 is just cranked up especially with the gravity gun because it runs on that that engine like i've played uh, gmod yeah. and like i've moved stuff around and it was fun but i've never mm -hmm. played half-life 2 i feel like i'd enjoy half-life 2 a lot you're gonna so half-life 2 is how much fun and cerebralness that half-life was but in a cleaner easy to easier to understand mm -hmm. package whereas mm -hmm. like i feel like half-life there's a lot of places where you're like i have no idea what to do here. yeah that was a and big issue two, i had it's a lot easier honestly i feel like you because i know you don't like playing stuff raw on stream i feel like you could probably play half-life 2 on stream yeah because it feels more like a combo of it almost feels like a like a metroid uh prime kind of-esque game where it's like you're just kind of wandering through the world but it all feels like everything makes sense yep does that make sense uh-huh like i feel like metroid prime does that very well yeah metroid prime oh that's what this is from my arm is yellow and yeah. bruised and gross and itchy but like that's the chozo artifact from metroid prime i love yeah. metroid prime so much because it does so much it, it's not a perfect game i don't think but it does so much right close yeah it does so yeah. much well and it does so much right that if half-life 2 is even remotely close to Metroid Prime's quality, I'd be like, mm. also, two things. One, I forgot to mention about A Link of the Past um, for me was I had the Game Boy Advance version with uh, the Four Swords, and that was like the first version I had. Yeah. So just a little to throw that in there, a little note, yeah. I guess. Such also, a good, such a good game. Um, number two, I hope I didn't just already forget what I was going to say. <laughs> yep, it left my brain. It wasn't important. Well, there you go. But um, anyway, Half Life Two, fantastic game. Oh, it if you've was. Never played uh, there's it, you um, go back and play it. I remember so. it. You just said it. So there's a. Mm -hmm. I think it's like a, a. I gotta look it up. It's like a Half Life One. It's a remake. It's called Black Mesa. Um, and it's like oh, okay. it, it's yeah. Half Life One remade, but with the Half Life two engine so you can use engine. you can move stuff around like for example there's like um like if you have a box you could pick it up and you can throw to enemies like you can in half-life 2 like i'm a, i'm a familiar gotcha. enough with half-life 2 to where the gravity gun you can yeah. pick stuff up and throw it at people like but you can do that in yeah. black mesa so it's like it's from the ground up that's cool I, to my knowledge i could be wrong but like it's built from the ground up uh, completely new. It's a it's a totally new experience. So if you ever want to experience Half Life One in a 
similar vein to Half-Life 2, that would be the way to do it. To I, would probably, so, I would probably love that game. Though. Yeah, I feel because, like, like would... that was the one thing that the one thing that really like made me not want to play Half-Life 1 was mm -hmm. I knew it was like really clunky. It uh, is. And like bit. the and the and like the the PS1 cube everything yeah. was like kind of hard on your eyes and kind of hard to play for long extended periods of time because mm -hmm. the motion controls were a little funky and yeah it is a so, it, ha it suffers from a little bit of jank but you know for the time it came out and as a total package it's amazingly smooth like yeah. compared to what it could be but yeah so half-life yeah, 2 been, yeah. is that's your number four right that's my number four okay so my number four would have to be, if I'm going in order, would be Kingdom Hearts 2. Oh, um, wow. Again, huge Kingdom Hearts fan. I'm covered yeah. in Kingdom Hearts. And then, what, well, this is the blue Trinity symbol from the first game? But yeah. uh, this is one of my first tattoos. The earlier tattoos is the nobody symbol. Kingdom Hearts 2 is... Okay, first of all, Kingdom Hearts is stupid as hell the the franchise is just stupid yeah. as hell it's so dumb yeah. but it's like that is but made for me because it's dumb it's because it, it it's benefits stupid. from being so ridiculous in its concept like what if the dude walked into an elevator and was like what if we put mickey mouse next to cloud strife basically and it just happened yeah. and it exists <laughs> And we get that, you know, it um, plays, it plays very similarly to, I mean, more of what Final Fantasy games are now. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool because which the, is very, funny. I love, so they just took everything from Kingdom Hearts one and well, the chain of memories comes after that canonically and then Kingdom Hearts two, they just yeah. cranked everything up to 11 and like the combat yeah. is better. Oh, the combat is so good. You could do like level uh, level one runs they're they're like designed if you play the the remasters like there's a zero xp ability where you don't gain experience and you can do a level one run all the way through so they know the final That's mix crazy. version has amazing really hard boss fights it's it's similar to like you know everybody's like the dark souls of x y and z game but it, it really does sure. get that challenging if you want it to be you know, I'm more of a casual player at heart. Like, I'm not a super try hard, like, whatever. Uh, I think uh, Nava says, uh, I have a favorite series that may be based off how many games uh, Pokemon is part of it and Zelda. Oh, yeah, of course. They're, I, yeah, both of them are iconic yeah. franchises for sure. Um, I'm you will similar. see that reflected in my list. Same. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep, same. You will see that as well. But uh, Kingdom Hearts 2, and I remember when it came out, the time it came out, um, I remember the ads on TV, like the commercials and stuff with like Sanctuary playing in the background and the music. Mm -hmm. Oh, the music will yeah, bring you to your knees. Really like Sanctuary is one really of those good. beautiful songs I think I've ever heard in my entire life. And like um, mm -hmm. uh, Persona 5 Royal. Oh, Persona 5 Royal. My oh, favorite yeah. game based on how many times I've played it. Oh yeah, Novice has played Persona Five a million yeah, times. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Persona Five is one of those games that has like an insane amount of hour potential mm -hmm. in it. That's yeah. You know, like oh, you dude, just, there's I, so much stuff that you could do. In even it. though Kingdom Hearts 
2. I'm going to say Kingdom Hearts 4, which doesn't exist yet. But um, I'm ready for it. Pump it into my yeah. veins. But um, Kingdom <laughs> Hearts 2, I just... I mean, I, I do have nostalgia glasses for it. I'm not going to sit here and act like it's not... Uh, none of the games on our list are perfect. You know, there's... No, I'm sure you could point out a million flaws and all the games, but it doesn't matter. Like... And I'm I'm sure I'm yeah. looking at it with a bit of bias and nostalgia too because of the time it came out. Like I, well, I've I been also a, think that like Kingdom Hearts has the, it suffers from the from the story convolution. If oh issue. yeah, Whereas the story is like, like you can yeah. make like Ian can make sense of it better than anybody I've ever met. But it is nonsense, yeah, yeah. you know. There, but same there for, are same for Will. Yeah, we're there gonna are. have we're gonna have Will on the podcast. Oh, to I talk can't Kingdom wait. Hearts I can't wait. This stuff. But yeah, yeah he's, he's the guy that understands the lore more than anybody. That oh, I know. dude, yeah. We just have a whole Kingdom Hearts episode. Uh, I want to p- yeah. play Persona 3 Reload, but it's not available on the Switch. And according to the internet, it won't be. Rip. Um, it it yeah. must be like a, I don't know if it's like a PlayStation or PC thing. I don't know much about I've only it. It was a PSP, PSP thing. They did the reload for PSP, I think. Oh, whatever. I see. I, all, all I know is Frank only. streams it. So that's all I really know about yeah, that. But I anyway, think I think it's a PlayStation exclusive. Oh, I see. Kingdom Hearts 2. So my final thoughts on Kingdom Hearts 2 is combat's amazing. Uh, the, they take it so far. There's so many iconic pieces of dialogue, whether they're funny or serious. Like, <laughs> say, fellas, <laughs> is this the yeah, door dude. to darkness? <laughs> and then just <laughs> Mickey's just standing there in a black cloak. And it's just like that oh. <laughs> out of context is so ridiculous and it just and then goofy is like goofy literally he says something along the lines of well we banished pete to the shadow dimension and i'm like what the fuck is going on (laughs) you banished pete got sent to the literal shadow realm and i'm like are you serious that came out of goofish p goof's mouth like are you high (laughs) Whatever the you're things on, that they make Goofy say and Mickey say are just crazy. Oh, dude! If Kingdom Hearts one where Goofy Goofy canonically goes, we got to protect the world border, and Goofy goes or Donald goes order, and he goes right world order, and I'm like, you can't just say that. <laughs> Goofy says world order, like out of context. That could be. That could be dangerous, Goofy. World yeah. order. <laughs> well, I got some ideas for how we should run this thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think it's hilarious yeah. seeing Disney characters saying dark things. Dude, last thing I'll say, there's a manga panel of Donald explaining why you shouldn't meddle in the affairs of other worlds. I'm not going to spoil it. Yeah. Just look it up. It's like Donald Duck says that. But anyway, that's number four for me. I like hearing that. Yeah, that's that's solid. That's a solid choice, man. <laughs> a star's um, going out. Number, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> number three for me uh, starts moving into a very similar realm mm. of like RPG nerdy stuff. Yeah. This is, uh, it's not the game that, it's not the game that really broke me into RPGs, like JRPGs, but it's probably the first game. Mm-hmm. that outside of Final Fantasy made me really like understand that I just love JRPGs in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tales of Symphonia. Yes. So freaking good. And probably I would argue one of the most underrated series. Yeah, I've that. heard. I've never like, played it myself, series. but I've heard so much good about that game. And like 
Uh, so let me see. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to show it, but I'm going to look up on eBay, look. like Tales of Symphonia. I might. We'll see. Uh, they, they, they released a they released a remastered version for the Switch like not too long ago. That's cool. The original Tales of Symphonia. Oh, there's a Switch version. Uh, the GameCube version. I'll just pop this up on the. So the this remaster on the Switch is like thirty bucks, right? You can get it thirty bucks used yeah, on eBay. Yeah. Yeah, the GameCube like version going for like a hundred dollars. Yeah, I know. I should have kept my ver my copy. Um, that uh, I it was so much fun. Oh, they're dude. bidding on this. Yeah, yeah. But it's dude, it's so much fun. Like, so, but I'm thinking massively of underrated. I also played the second one for we uh the this Tales of Symphonia. Um, oh, that's what I was thinking of. I can't. So in in that um, same vein of like Panzer Dragoon, like this is the oh, Sega yeah. Saturn version, and it's like they're selling for over a thousand dollars. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. all these old JRPG um, things is like very yeah. sought after. Legend of the Dragoon is so good. Mm -hmm. Golden Sun, so but, good. Uh, yeah, I've heard. Like, I have Chrono played Trigger. Golden Sun actually, but like t Panzer or I mean Tales of Symphonia, I've I don't really know much about it. But I do know that it is like a very. Game, you should look at some gameplay real quick because mm, the okay. combat system is super cool. Tales it's of. It's based. Yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna look this up. It's it's one of those. It's like, it's, the combat system is based in like a circle, kind mm -hmm. of. Uh. So you like run in the circle and you like still attack inside the space. It reminds me a lot of Quest sixty four. If you've ever played Quest sixty four. Yeah. I, I think uh, I've played it, but I know about the game. But it's very similar to that kind of combat style. Uh, Novice says, I bought Tales of Vesperia for my Switch while it was on sale. Have to get back into it, but I'm keeping an eye on the eShop for another sale for the other. I also have Tales of Vesperia. I bought it also when it was on sale, um, but I have not. I've played a lot of it. I'm still kind of getting through it. Um, I keep forgetting that I have, I just haven't had time to play it as much as I want to. So mm -hmm. I keep forgetting to play it. But um, yeah, if you, I'm probably going to get the remake of Tales of Symphonia pretty soon. It's so good. Uh, the storyline is so good. Um, yeah. So this is the combat, right? That you were talking about? Yeah. yeah this is the combat. So it's kind of like a, you can move around and like you have your characters, like, yeah. So you kind of free roam. So it's like, it's it's kind of I don't know how to explain it, but it's kind of like it's linear, but you can also free roam. But you kind of choose your target and attack, and then you have like break, limit break type moves. Okay, so there's like a bar. I, to I, a point. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I feel like I'd have to play it, but once I got into it, I could like feel it out and like. It's super cool, and it lets you do a thing that like it's not really turn based, but it lets you do a thing where you can kind of be strategic about when you attack and where you are and how you move and those things like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Tales of Vesperia has been very uh, talking to Tristan. Tristan says Tales of Vesperia is a personal favorite of mine. It's so good. It is very similar to Tales of Symphonia in as far as like the large of the story the world's very big i just haven't beaten it yet so i can't add it yeah. to my list but uh, uh -huh. tales of symphonia, that's how i feel about I also see through some exactly i also see tales of symphonia through some nostalgia classes because it was just one of those games where i like i don't know it was yeah. 
such a good game and such an influential game on me and JRPGs yeah. in general. My hot take is I think nostalgia makes games better. I mean, that's true. Because, like, you know, that's a true. game could be, you know, it's kind of like the one man's trash is another man's treasure type beat. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, if I grew up with a specific game, it's like, yeah, that game could be super flawed. But to me, it means a lot. And I don't think nostalgia viewing any piece of media through a nostalgic lens i don't think is wrong at all and if it enhances it for you i think that's a great thing and it should be embraced you know like you can i feel like yeah though though tales of symphonia i view do view through nostalgia glasses there is a reason that it did get a remake for switch oh yeah it is because it is known as one of those great games so though i do see it through nostalgia glasses i i also have to see the fact that like it's obviously a very great game i think everybody should play it it's it's a lot i would say it's a much better entry point into jrpgs than like a final fantasy oh yeah because it's a lot less convoluted it's more accessible as far as the art style um final fantasy tends to get like really politically uh, like charged and like complicated like you Uh know uh which is it's great if you enjoy that kind of stuff but most people that are just getting into jrpgs don't they they want more uh, of a fantasy type thing than like um uh, a politically driven like oh oh the the king is this and here's the this and that and that you know like yeah and then like tells and like the tales games have a little bit of that uh in it for sure but it's less like it's less like cloud was literally a war Use, oh yeah, yeah like final fantasy 7 has a lot of politics in it but also tristan yeah, says yeah. Symphonia- and most people say final fantasy 7 is a place to get into it and mm-hmm. i would say a tales game would actually probably be an easier place. right tristan says symphonia is an excellent game big fan as long as you get as to long ki- as you get to kill god <laughs> okay well my number- you're not wrong though you're not wrong my though. number three speaking of killing god and rpgs <laughs> Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door is my oh bro. I never got to play it. The remake, the remake remake. is coming out on Switch, and I I recommend it. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna play it. I never got to play the original version. Oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, and it's aged so well. Like the Paper Mario series has had a time. Ghost, what's up, dude? Thanks for showing up, man. Good morning, Ghost. But the Paper Mario series has been bluntly mistreated over the years. And like yeah. well, I was a big fan of the Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven oh, Stars yeah. game for that just got a remake. Was a huge fan of that game and massively I need excited. to play the I need to play the Switch remake and everything. Dude, dude, you should so you should play the Switch remake because the original one suffers from some d- they just weren't sure how to do 3D models. At yeah, that the point, jumping so is a little jank. Some clunkiness. Yeah, it's weird. Well, there's the, like the secrets that you have so to like. Good. Like, there's the one secret where you have to jump on the toad's head and like jump on top of the door, and you get it. But you can miss that in the yeah. original. In the new, exactly. the remake, you can get it again. But like, uh, LMX exactly. says, best yeah. Paper Mario series in my opinion. Oh yeah. oh yeah, so I was excited about the Paper Mario remakes because that's the thing that I never got into. I but never would have saw that coming. Style. Never, never in a million years would have seen that coming. But Paper Mario, oh yeah, the Thousand Year Door gets 
everything right. The combat's better. The story is better. And like the story is pretty straightforward. It's a Mario game after all. But the side characters sure. make it so great. Oh. And paper the, the N64 Paper Mario is a great game. You know, it's also mm-hmm. got so much. I did play that one. I love that game. I've beaten it multiple times. Mm-hmm. It's a sweet, it's such a sweet, wholesome game. And you could tell that a lot of love and care went into it because that was supposed to be the sequel to uh, Tomorrow RPG, but they changed it and yeah. made a whole like new thing out of it. And I remember yeah. playing pa- the original Paper Mario in like a kiosk in the mall. You know, like you'd go and remember like an old school, like a, you'd go in like a mall or like a Walmart or a Kmart or whatever. And you'd have like the N64 or like the oh, yeah, the yeah. GameCube set up and like, neck. yeah, and you're just like looking up at the screen. Yeah, I love yeah. that. That'll never happen ever again. But like, oh, it's a beautiful time. But anyways, paper Mar- and like, dude, OK, so when I was in school, I loved I had a fr- I had a friend and I have no idea where they are to this day. So shout out to Gabe. If you're, if I ever <laughs> find you, you are in the world, I loved you as a kid, and I bet I would still love you now. Um, but we loved games like that, and we loved Paper Mario Two. I'll just call it Paper Mario Two just for the sake of whatever. It's same thing. Yeah, thousand but, year door. Yeah, TTYD. Uh, but like uh, yeah, Paper yeah. Mario Two, we love that game. I actually, this is you can't do this. But when I was in like second grade, I loved the game. So, and I loved the games that I played so much. I used to like draw the Paper Mario guys and like cut them out and like have them and like play with them as a kid. And I made same for Kingdom Hearts, like Chain of Memories. I'd make the trading cards and I'd cut out the like little things and I'd draw the keyblades on them and stuff. But I actually made, when I was like, it was second grade, I made a cardboard like bomb bomb guy. And like brought it to school, oh, nice. but you can't do that. Oh, nice. Luckily, they had now. no idea what it was. If I said, "Oh yeah, it's a yeah. bomb," <laughs> like you can't in my little southern accent, it's a bomb. <laughs> but no, that's not what it was because I loved Admiral Bobbery a lot, and that's one of the main characters. Yeah, yeah. Like the bomb characters are cool, and after that, like Paper Mario or Super Paper Mario, I think is a good game. It's different, but it's a good game. Sticker yeah. Star is ass. Um, yeah, Tristan and <laughs> I've heard, Hannah. Like I've heard, I've heard, I've heard Origami King or Origami yeah. whatever. That's is, the one uh, that Tristan and Hannah like, and it's like I've watched okay. them play it on their channel, and it looks sweet. It looks nice. Yeah, you know because but it doesn't visually, have the intensity behind the it music in the games are awesome. The visuals in the game are awesome. Mm-hmm. It's just. In my opinion, I just think they lack substance. And I'm not saying that they have to be specifically turn-based, on a stage, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Because I like Super Paper Mario. I like this its approach to like, you know, it's real-time combat and you're like jumping on stuff and whatever. But like mm-hmm. what it is, is it's based on that classic RPG style. The Paper Mario 1 and 2 are loved for a reason and they follow that very like you can i'm sure like these the people that make these games are very intelligent right so like i'm sure You'd there's a so. way to sometimes i question it sometimes right but sometimes <laughs> like 
uh, played Paper Mario game the N64 Switch Emulator 2. The game is great as well. Oh, yeah, of course. It's, it's amazing. But, like, yeah. there has to be a, a way to do the Paper Mario turn-based formula and make it, like, fresh. What was it? Bug Fables was a game that came out. That was, like, an indie game, but it was mm-hmm. in the style of that Paper Mario you know, formula and it did its own thing. And I heard it was a really good game, you know, like I'm aware of it. Yeah. But, um, but anyway, I just have so much attachment to that game. I've never beaten it to this day. Fun fact. I've been saving it to beat on like to make con like do it, do it live or in a record. I used to record those and do like the let's play thing where I would like record myself yeah. playing. I had a, I had like a whole series almost of it. And then I deleted it as a kid cause I was stupid and I used to delete stuff a lot. And I wish I could go back and slap that kid and be like, don't delete yeah. that. Don't delete that. There's yeah, too much I'm, good, good content. Don't delete it. You dummy. I'm very excited for thousand year door because I never got to play it. Uh, I just missed that game, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't think I understood what it was at the time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it. I looking back on it now, like I yeah. super want to play that. You're game. gonna fall I'm in love with it. It's it's oh, so probably. unique. It's so like every area in the game is like. I mean, there are some issues. Like there's a backtracking issue in one of the chapters, but like. Um, Sure. But it's like whatever. Also, you don't know what they fixed. You don't know what they fixed in the remake. They could either. have. They could have just chopped all of it out. Who knows? But like, there's like two chapters with some weird backtracking, and it's annoying. But other than that, if that's mm-hmm. all, like, whatever. The whole experience as a whole is like. Yeah. Anyway, Paper Mario two, number three. So what is your number two? All right, my number two. This I, I will say I fully recognize that this is nostalgia glasses because I know that this game has problems. Oh, yeah. Uh, Pokemon Silver. I love Pokemon our d- Silver. Our number twos are going to be very similar. I'm just saying. I fully understand that it has problems. <laughs> it has oh, yeah. balancing issues, timing issues, speed issues. However, like it's so slow. It changed so oh, it, it changed everything. Gen two, it was. I would argue that Gen two, the way it is, um, and the the changes that it made and how it evolved Gen one, because like you know, red, blue, and yellow and green were held together with like t- toothpicks, gorilla glue, yeah. and a prayer. You know, like those games oh, are yeah. janky as shit. They're still fun 100%. to play because of the jank. Yeah, they're fun. But yeah. Gen two added so much and you could tell that was the time just to put it bluntly that's the time they gave a shit now it seems like now it seems like they just don't but you know that's a whole other topic for another day but first game that i can remember and I, i think it's the only game that i can remember where they ever had two maps oh yeah they introduced kanto as a post game like yeah, for for a Game Boy, it was the first color? time. In a, it, like, yeah, it was the first time in a poke. It was the first time a Game Boy game had ever had like post game content that I can remember. Yeah, um, and it was a whole nother game essentially. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, it wasn't. It was because it was you did the entire Kanto Elite for and all the badges in Kanto when DLC used so, to be part of the experience. Yeah, it was. I 
it is such a good and like the moment I remember this moment because you go through the entire silver game mm -hmm. or silver and gold original game and you you play everything and you get all the badges and you beat the original elite four yes. in um what's the what's the Lance? region that it's in oh Johto Johto region yeah um you beat the Johto elite four. And you're like, all right, cool. And then it allows you to go somewhere else. And it takes you to and it. And you, you start swimming. And it shows the map. And then it slides over. And there's another map yeah, of Yeah, and you're in Kanto. It's and crazy. Ghost says, I'm like, uh, what in the world just happened? <laughs> yeah, Ghost says the original Silver's jank, but so good. Chloe says, I'm sad I haven't got to experience those games. Yeah, they're awesome. It's they so are fun. Products of their time, for sure. And they are. there is some jank because, like... You know, the physical special split didn't happen yet. Um, there are some moves in the game, yeah. to my knowledge, that just straight up don't work. Like, yeah. um, kind of no, like, uh, I think... Uh, a like, lot of the uh, buff moves just, like, don't do what they're well, supposed I think, to do. Yeah, that's more of a Gen 1 issue, I think, because, like, and again, yeah. I, my memory is ass, so I if I... Somebody will correct me eventually down the line, but, like, I remember... Focus energy in like red, blue, and yellow and green straight up doesn't work. <laughs> like it just doesn't. Yeah. Like it's supposed to it boost your crit chance, but silver, it does. It's not as yeah. It's not as strong. It's not as there, what it's supposed to. Yeah, be. Yeah, there is some jank uh, in gold, silver, and crystal. But crystal is such a great game. Like there's mm -hmm. uh, only one status effect in the game helps Pokemon because it was programmed. Oh yeah, that's that's. Correct. So, like, for example, catching Pokemon, like, mm -hmm. the, uh, a sleep is, like, the only f status effect that actually affects the catch rate. Par yeah. Paralysis, burn, and, like, even freeze, it doesn't You're do anything. It's supposed to. Paralysis, especially, was supposed to help catch rate, but it just didn't. Also, like, um, the... I think the, all of them were supposed to, but... A lot of the balls that you can make from Kurt with the apricorns, apricorn, apricorn, mm -hmm. they don't work either. <laughs> they just straight up like yeah. are very niche, very balls. specific. A lot of them don't work as intended. And it's like, yeah, like the love ball or something kind of like, I, I yeah. don't remember. I watched the video on it and I, I can't remember. So I won't, I won't speak the on it because I can't remember, but like. The game, so that I know that game got remade into Soul Silver, and like I said, I never oh, had those a 3DS. Are... Now I heard that it was basically everything like that Silver could possibly have been mm -hmm. updated to at that point, and it made that game so good. Heart Gold and Soul um, Silver, and they're for the DS, so it's not the 3DS. Oh yeah, I never had a DS either. Uh, oh yeah, that's God. I I'll be praying for you. Um. <laughs> but the we need to do like a, a top five favorite like games per console. I think we I think we have enough for yeah. that. I think we oh, have enough. We for probably that. could do that. Um, we could definitely do that. But uh, so later episode. Yeah. But um, what was I saying? So basically, Heart, gold, soul, silver. Yeah. The problem that I have with those is didn't they keep the they. They still had all of the Pokemon up to that point, though. So the thing I really enjoyed about Heart, uh, original Gold and Silver was that it 
only had the original um like 300 or whatever uh like the the second gen pokemon yeah because and gold the, silver crystal only had like the the gen one and two pokedex but but heart gold yeah, and soul silver had all the way up to the gen four yeah. pokedex with a national decks and that is kind of like i i wish they would have done original 300 for for essentially the pregame mm. and then when oh, you go and then when you go into and then when you go into Kanto as postgame content you unlock the other 400 or whatever I see what you mean and, because and Kanto I do know that like there's a point to where you can catch Growlithe before Sprout Tower it's rare but you can do it in Heart Gold and Soul Silver or like one of the games cuz it's like a version exclusive or yeah. whatever I think but um there's so much of the Pokemon games, it's like hard to keep track with everything. I know. But like Heart Gold and Soul Silver, they kept the physical special split. So Pokemon like Gyarados. So when you catch the red Gyarados, it's like way better than it used to be because they can use like Ice Fang and Crunch and Waterfall and all these crazy moves. And like that Dragon was also Man. the first time they did a color different Pokemon in oh, Gold yeah, and Silver shinies. was the red Gyarados. Yeah, shinies were a thing they introduced. They introduced a day and night cycle, breeding, genders in Pokemon. Yeah. They introduced like so much the dark That's- type and steel type and like dark type and steel type they did get shafted for sure because dark type had to balance out psychic because psychic was op and steel was mainly defensive it wasn't really super offensive like you had moves like uh iron tail but they weren't really great against anything but besides like rock and ice but like steel steel didn't really become amazing until gen 6 with the fairy type but um Mm -hmm. but yeah dude silver is a great choice Heart Gold Soul Silver. They're all, the only thing I don't like about Heart Gold Soul Silver is the. Um, I think the biggest thing about it that game needed the Versus Seeker because trying to level up and get yourself up to the in game levels is hard mm. because the balancing is still there. Like the 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 yeah. trainers are just like they're too weak, and then you get to the post game, they're like yeah. really strong. And unless you just sit there and grind and grind and grind, like yeah. you're not going to be ready for a lot of those. And you're going to get. I put so many hours into original silver, bro. Yeah, dude. One thing about a soul silver and heart gold is the only game that you can get a level one legendary. The Arceus event got you an egg and your choice of Palkia, Dialga and Giratina, which is sick. I got a shiny and silver and was thrown aback because I thought my game glitched. Yeah, dude, I could imagine at the time yeah. when people saw that they'd be like, "Oh my god, my game's broken." Cuz it is a like that thing. So, keeping in the vein of Pokémon, mine I'm cheating for my number 2 list cuz I really thought about it. Um and I can't pick uh I just spoke to another Brooks. What are the odds? Brooks. What are the odds? A Brooks with an S. That's crazy. We're a dying breed. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, Brooks with an S. That's how I, I mean, yeah, that's crazy. Another one. Shout out to the other Another Brooks one. out there. God bless them. They're struggling, yeah. I bet. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's such a good game. And there were obviously everybody, uh, I think everybody that played the game originally, even me at oh, the time. Yeah. I was so blown away with all of the advancements that they made that it really overshadowed the obvious issues yeah, that it had. That's why it Looking is, back, yeah. I very much I very much understand that there were plenty of problems. Honestly, there's a lot of pacing problems. Getting from town to town is a nightmare. Yeah, it can but, be. 
The map's good, but I like the map. The map is great, and it's but laid out well. I can and understand the fact that, that you get Kanto is post game. It's great, but the it's still just like the it was the first time that I was I felt the sense of like holy crap, this is amazing. Now I do. Like the I will sense. say where the game sort of dips for me. And it's like kind of hard to push through is the radio tower bit where you like you beat price yeah. and then you go do the radio tower stuff and you do all that. That's where the game slows down for me. That's the only time and for sure. me that it really slows down and I'm like, oh, I got to get through this part again. But other than that, mm-hmm. I think Gen 2 is great. I used to I used great. to not like it a lot, but it's grown on me a ton over the years, especially since the newer I games. Have come that, yeah, my favorite playing game like if i were to just grab a pokemon game and pick it up is emerald but i love but from nostalgia glasses as far as my favorite game that meant the most to me was Mm -hmm. silver well my number two is gonna please you and i'm cheating because i'm picking just gen three pokemon all together for okay, my number that's two. Fair. No, so, that's fair. Ruby, 100%. Sapphire, Emerald, Fire Red, Leaf Green. Yeah. I can't pick between the two because I think they're both amazing. And they do suffer from jank because, okay. Not nearly as much. Th- not nearly as much, but the physical special split hadn't happened yet. So, Pokemon like Kabutops, for example, would not be as good as it would be in like like a heart gold soul silver because also um they introduced abilities evs Mm -hmm. ivs weather which weather is insane it It changed everything competitively speaking my silver cartridge uh i played oras so many times oras is great also oras i love oras my silver cartridge wouldn't let me get past Gym 7 always malfunction and erase my progress for some What's reason every time. I've actually changed the battery in one of those old games, which is fun. Oh, really? Um, just to, What's so I can see, uh, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. So it's the remakes of oh, Gym 7. I haven't 3. played either of those either. They yeah, are good. I love them. And with the Megas and everything and like the new like physical mm. special split, awesome. But Gen 3, yeah. um, I kind of like the fact that... Uh, so Pokemon like Salamence, for example... If it, if we had the physical special split, um, you could get you could have Dragon Claw, you could have like physical Dragon Claw, you could have the flying type moves, you could have, uh, uh, you could teach it like Rock Slide, I think, or certain moves like that. Um, you could make it physical or special. You could still do that in Gen Three, but for example, Hyper Beam is literally it doesn't touch the the Pokemon. But it's it does physical damage. So all normal type is all physical. All ghost is all physical. All dark is all special, which is bad for Pokemon like Absol, who really yeah. could benefit from physical crunch or like like in later games where it got like um Night Slash. But by the time it got that, yeah. the power creep had like pushed it down. So mm-hmm. despite all that. I think, well, Pokemon Sapphire is the reason that I'm on this podcast at all. The reason I'm on YouTube at all. Uh, into Sapphire gaming, was the version I got, too. That was, and, and Kyogre is better than Groudon. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Better. Better. Just better. Just do better. You, 
so here's a, here's are you a are you a red or a blue like so do you always get the red leaning because there's always the red leaning one and there's always the blue leaning one which one are you uh are you consistent there or do you kind of go do you with mean whatever? in terms of like just color alone so so there's always a red or a blue option right so there's red blue and then there's gold which would be red and then there's silver which would be blue i think the and same way there's i'm always yeah, the blue guy and then there's uh you all so same same always like i had original I had blue pick, whenever it, it would came always, out. I, I like I the underdog silver. games aside from yeah. i think diamonds is the only technically red option i would pick uh if i had yeah. to pick but you know just play platinum anyways but um yeah well yeah in that game just play platinum black and white uh i feel like blue would be white because people like rest room better white. than zekram zekram yeah but like people, yeah i'm a blue it's guy. always it's always uh it's always blank and blank yeah so it's always uh the red is always the first one the blue is always the second right one. yeah i think it's funny you say that i think the exact same way um but yeah so pokemon sapphire was like the first big boy game i ever played big mm. kid game whatever you want to call it that was my first game yeah. and that's what allowed me to meet all my friends that i have today like dylan and stuff like that that's the reason i you know became a an editor it's the reason i'm on youtube it's the reason that i'm here on this podcast like i attribute so much of my gaming history to gen 3 because i remember when like ruby sapphire and emerald they were amazing emerald is like the pinnacle of that time because it it introduced the cutscenes and like oh it just it added so much to the games and then Fire Red and Leaf Green comes out. The, the bike, the bike oh, yeah. stuff that they added, like the quick access select bike and like all that kind of stuff, being able to just hop on and off without having to go into a menu and menu dive to get on and off your bike. That was the most annoying thing about Silver was like wanting to get on your bike and having to menu dive to get on and off of it every single time and not just being able to select shortcut. It's freaking I'm, annoying. Shout out to but, Ryan Love. I'm texting him about a guitar. But yeah um oh nice but anyways yeah i i love and i couldn't pick between the two because fire red and leaf green like i said before introduced the versus seeker which is like the most important item in pokemon because the versus seeker for example you go to like in fire red and leaf green you go the bike route the bike path and you could rematch those bikers, but they all had like Weezings and Muck and Primate, like evolved Pokemon that yielded like tons of experience. So you didn't have to grind in the wild for like, and trainer Pokemon give you more experience, but like a wild yeah. Pokemon gives you less. And so monies. You, yeah. And money too. Yes. Yeah, so you could grind money. You could grind experience and you could also get like EVs and stuff. Well, cause IVs, I think yeah. IVs and EVs are like, that's just going too far for me. Like, um, I don't care about them. They are important and competitive. And I've built a competitive team before, yeah. and it was a nightmare trying to do that. I did one tournament in Athens, Georgia, a long time ago with like Dylan and a friend of ours, Matthew. I got my ass beat, and um, it was it was a slog. I remember being up late at like three a.m. trying to breed and get the right, correct IVs and EVs and stuff. And it's miserable. Like I I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. So people that do competitive Pokemon and love it, God bless them. Uh, me looking at Pokemon Black and White. Uh, I kept getting stuck at the tower puzzle with the bike. Oh, yeah, I'm a Ruby boy. Um, Fire Red was my first game. I also played Emerald alongside my older sister. Dude, they're so 
so, so good. And like Fire Red and Leaf Green took everything from the originals and at the time just cranked it up again to 11. I say that all the time, but like it just changed. And again, the physical special split didn't happen yet. So the, I I, yeah. I don't know off the top of my there head. There were some issues, but but there are some Pokemon that uh, very few Pokemon benefit from it. Like Gengar is crippled by that because Gengar is a special yeah. attacker who needs Ghost. Also, it, one it, of Haunter Haunter also one of my favorite. Yeah, Pokemon exactly. Like it's such a great Pokemon, and but like that almost Pokemon, unusable in Gen three. <laughs> yeah, that Pokemon needs Shadow Ball to be special, right? Uh, yeah. But there are some I, I, I okay, so Pokemon like Gyarados, Rapidash, Gengar, they do not benefit from that. Because Rapidash is physical, it's fast, it needs it needs like a physical fire move. Um I'm trying to think of Pokemon and again, people will let me know later. I feel like there are some Pokemon that do genuinely benefit from the physical special split not happening. I can't think of it mm. off the top of my head, but I, yeah. I feel... I used to actually have examples, but I can't think of them off the top of my head. Of course, when I need it... So, <laughs> when the world needed it most... Elmex is, asking about, Elmex is asking about the Let's Go game, which I actually never played. I, uh, but from what I understand, it was that was very much them testing... For what uh, new mechanics for what would eventually become yeah. the most recent couple I of games. I will say, I think the fact that those games are $60 is bullshit. Uh, yeah, they should crazy. be no more than 40 at the most. 30, 30 should yeah. be how much those games should be. I was thinking 30. For yeah. how much effort... Because there's and, not a lot of content, right? No. No. But yeah. I will say, as somebody who... My favorite part of Pokemon is team building... I think mm-hmm. Let's Go, purely from a team building perspective, is unique and fun because it's Gen 1, mm-hmm. but there are no abilities. So, for example, you get all the perks of the physical special split, but also Gengar can be hit with Earthquake because it doesn't have a levitate. So Pokemon like Rhydon yeah. become a lot better because you can hit those ghosts yeah. and Granted, Rhydon's probably going to get his ass beat if you throw Shadow Ball at it. But if you have sure. a Pokemon that can use Earthquake well, you can hit ghosts. And it, like, there are some cool aspects. And then, like, Melmetal and Meltan yeah. were introduced. Um, I think the the expert trainer thing or whatever, the that thing is bullshit. Because I'm not training up a yeah. level 80 Kakuna just to out-harden another Kakuna. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I never I'm, played it, so yeah, I'm not I doing only that. saw a lot of Overall, these people complain about a lot of this stuff. They, there's a lot of problems with them, but I enjoy but, it. But I, I, leaning into what came after that, which was Legends Arceus, I feel like mm. they basically just used it as a place to test a lot of mechanics for the yeah. Legends Arceus game, which I, of the newer gen, it is my favorite game. Yeah, Legends Arceus was in the right direction. We will have to have another episode where we talk about the downfall of Pokemon because I have, I, oh, I'm just going to say this, Sword and Shield, fucking ass. I hate those games. Yeah. I've beaten them multiple times. I hate them. Yeah, I know I there's, I know there's things to twice. like about them. Scarlet and Violet are a lot of people's least favorite. There's a lot to like in Scarlet and Violet, but the, I think, I think 
the level there's, of effort. There's, there's options. There's option. There's things in Scarlet and Violet that could. I think the the problem with Scarlet and Violet is because it was almost incredible. Yeah. I think that's the problem. Yeah, is that it was so close to being incredible. Well, and like the gameplay, the ideas for the gameplay. Oh yeah, it's the just the overworld. That, I like, don't know. It was who it such a free. good direction, but they did not execute. The execution was just mm-hmm. not there. I don't know who's responsible for half-assing Pokemon, but like that's why Power World is so successful because they're like, hold yeah. my beer. I can do this, but better in so many ways. Yeah. But that again, that's for a different. Anyway, but Tristan said you you don't have to train the Kakuna. You just need to increase hardened PP so the enemy will struggle to death first. Right. Um, The concept, however, is not something that I'm ever going to do. And the only thing you get for beating all of them is you just get to battle red, which I'm just going to look up online for some poor soul who did it before me. Uh, Let me see. Yeah. Let's go yeah, check chat real quick. Let's take a second to check chat. Yeah, the Let's Go games are a good introduction to Gen 1 first-timers. Wasn't too hard and updated. I agree. I think it would be a cool... If, it, if, you're, if, you're, aiming, if you're aiming it at that market, it's so it's super good, yeah. right? For a, one-time, uh, which I, for a one-time run, yeah, I think it's great to experience you can't it. make it 60 bucks dude. no it, it, it has to be lower bucks, in price i don't mind sword and shield i like the fact that it felt like a champion is trying to not have a 10 year old but also i hated hop gotcha feel that i'm interested in the next gen of switch will increase the performance of scarlet and Violet, making it a little less jank oh yeah the switch too we could have a whole episode about the future of the switch yeah honestly um it was crazy how some pokemon went from dirt to diamond with the physical special split i agree um the let's get okay so i've i feel like i'm caught up um yeah major I think mechanic that's all was the, catching I think that's rather all the, than battling so to answer elmex's question from a while back uh yes. i think um i think it was done okay like the the whole flicking motion it uh, it will mm-hmm. it gets old after a while the catching because yeah. if you if you're trying to like get the perfect IVs and like perfect Pokemon and like shiny hunt, you have to chain catch them. And if you run into like, if you catch like 19 Charmanders and then you run into like a Rattata on that route, it resets the whole chain. You got to start it all over again, which is, I think that's how it works. But like I watched Johnstone, our friend John, he caught Mm -hmm. like all the shinies as he was playing the game and it was like one of his big, if not his biggest video. I could not imagine. It took him like years to do, um, which was insane. So shout out to John. But um, you only need to beat six Locked master trainers to podcast. fight Rid. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I changed my mind then. Um, if I only need we'll to beat to, six uh, master we'll to trainers to fight Red, then yeah. Oh, yeah. John yeah. would be crazy. Uh, you can. Oh, you can run away. Oh, I'm learning so much about the game. So I guess I like him more than I thought I did. You only need to beat six <laughs> master trainers to fight red. That changes everything for me. Uh, you can run away and the chain is still active. Okay. Well, you know what? If that's the case, then the game's better than I thought. So overall... Maybe maybe Brooks needs to go back and play that game. Maybe I, I, Brooks I needs actually to go did back play it recently. I almost completed game. the Pokedex. It's just... The thing you about Pokemon games... Stream it. I, I will. Eventually. Someday. The <laughs> thing about Pokemon games is there is so much information about 
every single yep. game. It is hard to keep up with. So anyway, all that discussion yep. to say, we have. I, I know we have enough content for multiple episodes on the Pokemon franchise alone. I mean, I love Pokemon. I have the grass uh, grass yeah, types yeah. all the way. One of favorite my type. One of my favorite franchises of all time. Um, yeah, Gen three for me. I love it. It's super nostalgic. It's the reason that I'm here talking to anybody right now uh, about gaming on YouTube. Um, yeah. Amazing. I, I love those games. I love what it did for the franchise. I love that it got like younger people into the older games. And mm-hmm. I just have so many good memories with it. I remember a friend of mine growing up had like a level 100 septile and like a Kyogre and I could never beat him because yeah. he sucked and I didn't understand what I was doing and he was just better and he just made me so mad. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, Gen 2 or sorry, Gen so 3 for me. Rules. I'm glad that we both had Pokemon games as our number. I know as our number two, and it That's almost really was funny. my number one until my number one pick yeah. happened. So, what would well, be yeah, my number one? Your number one also, pick so for now, like you're just in well, all be all favorite. Before, before we get to that, let's do some honorable mentions. That's true. Let's I do forgot some honorable about that. mentions of things that almost made our list that didn't quite for various reasons. I'll go through a couple of mine. Yeah. Um, you texted me this actually. And you said, I want Glover 64 to be my entire list. (laughs) Straight up, Glover, I love that game so much. Glover's cool. Love that game. It's, it's, I, it was one of those games that I spent way too much time playing just because I thought it was fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's very janky and very weird. Yeah. Those old platformers are charming. Like, okay, number five. Glover 64. Number four, I got to give it to Glover 64. <laughs> like Number Glover three, 64. this is a tough choice. Glover 64. <laughs> yeah, that would be so exactly. funny. Glover um, is fucking no, so Glover, silly. Incredible. If you've never played it, go find a ROM of it and play it. It's so fun. Yeah. Um, Metroid Zero Mission. Oh, that's so a, good. Oh, that one's so good. So good because I love the first game, but it obviously it's got a bunch of problems. Oh, yeah. and Zero Mission basically it, makes it. Yeah, a perfect it is the Metroid best game. version of Metroid One, I think. It's so that good. you could. It's like, so good canonically because Metroid for the NES yeah. is booty cheeks. Sometimes you know, oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's so um, jank. So Jump Force, a game oh, that yeah. got destroyed. It's a fighting game that if you've never played, if you've never played Jump Force, it's basically like if you're into anime, it's Mm -hmm. like every anime character. Yeah, it's like the fighting game. Possible. I owned it at one point, but I I sold it because I wanted a PS5. uh, Scott says Sonic only good game. (laughs) Sonic only good game. (laughs) That's so funny. Didn't they bring Um, back Glover for a Game Boy? I I, probably. I'm going to look that up. Probably. I don't remember. Um, I'm going to find out. But yeah, Jump Force was super fun. It was one of those games. I actually, the Heirloom crew got me turned on. Shout out to Heirloom, the band. They're super yeah. fun, good people. Uh, they We used to go, whenever I would go up to their uh, band house and we would play and stuff uh, and like hang out and work on some of their music, uh, we would play Jump Force. So a lot. That's cool. And they still have it. It's so fun. But it's like it's got its problems. It's like of course a bunch but... of same things. Got its issues. But uh the main problem that they ran into was there were so many IPs involved with it that like it was a nightmare to keep that paid for. Oh, dude. My favorite thing about it is the fact that you could be uh Yugi. 
and like and also Luffy and also Zoro and also and like also gone. freaking Goku and, yeah and gone yeah like uh, and then and uh, Mr. Yusuke <laughs> like that's crazy yeah. like all Dude, these it, like but what a good idea it's so wild. cool yeah um, it was wild so that game Resident Evil Four. Oh, of course. Amazing game. Amazing game. Uh <coughs> bunch of Zelda basically every Zelda game except for the one except for one uh is an honorable mention. And then Banjo Tooie. Mm-hmm. I have the cards. Great I, game. Yeah, I have Banjo Kazooie and Banjo Tooie. Um to, Banjo Kazooie is cool. Banjo Tooie basically fixes all the problems with Banjo Kazooie and makes the and like doubles the world size. Oh yeah, it's it's massive. That game is so massive. I got lost in that game it's actually. So fun. Yeah, yeah that's so old school fun, platform. Dude. Banjo Kazooie like, just nailed it with it when it came to like yeah. the old school like platformers and everything. Just beautiful game. I just looked up Lover Lover 64, 64 is basically a nightmare. <laughs> he said he says WTF is that game and I'm like it's Glover, brother. It's Glover, baby. It what is, is what Glover? It is. Bro, it's Glover. Are, it's are you Glover. kidding me? Yeah. It is gl- Glover. Damn it's it. It's so fun, It's dude. fucking Glover. Yeah. Anyways. It reminds me, honestly, a lot of like the Banjo-Kazooie, Banjo-Tooie kind of games. Mm-hmm. It's like that weird, esoteric, it's like, like nightmare world game. You know, yeah. You remember it's, Croc? Yeah, it's it's like those. those like weird, yeah. or Gex, like yeah you know like it's one of those like sexual than gex but yeah 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 (laughs) or racist (laughs) oh dude gex was yeah that was that was the time yeah gex is like this is like this reminds me of a party at gene simmons house and i'm like what the hell kids don't know who that is this reminds me this reminds me of being in the hot tub with liberace like what the fuck like I don't, yep. you know what I mean. So do you have any? It's uh, it's literally Mario's glove in another Mario sixty four game. That's a good, basically. You like that scene from a extremely goofy movie where he goes, "You ever, you ever wonder why we're always wearing gloves?" Wearing and the guy gloves? in the background goes, "Yeah, yeah, man." Like it's so funny. It's basically that. <laughs> yeah. So any more? And so honorable your honorable mentions. mentions. Okay. So my those, those if I had mine. a top Go ten, my my yeah. like five through ten. Funny, Scott said Sonic. So Sonic Adventure Two, um, oh, so good. That game so good. is crazy. It, it's not the best Sonic game, and there's things I don't like about it, but sure, it but defined so my childhood. Also, the soundtrack, the Sonic Adventure One and Two, rules. Oh, oh, I could talk about that for a whole podcast. Um, yeah, especially with you being a music person too. But like Sonic Adventure Two, amazing game. Monster Hunter Freedom Unite for the PSP. Dylan and so I, I never played, played a Monster Hunter game. So that's like old school Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter Freedom 2 is the game that Dylan and I grew up playing a lot. But Unite is like the Pokemon Emerald of that. So if Pokemon Emerald, okay. what Pokemon Emerald is to Ruby and Sapphire, po- uh, Monster Hunter Freedom Unite is to Monster Hunter Freedom 2. So it just adds more gotcha. content to the game, adds more weapons, adds more ranks. Cleans adds up some more, stuff. Yeah, adds more everything. And it's just like like it's oh it's but it's old school monster hunter still i actually in some ways prefer old school monster hunter to the newer stuff because it's like Mm -hmm. it's simpler but the only thing i don't like about it it is more jank the hitboxes are more jank um not a perfect game uh sometimes the monsters are really hard for like bullshit like you get hit and it's like there's no way that should hit me sometimes you don't get hit and you're like that should have hit me but like you know anyway monster freedom unite um 
I would have to say uh, Metroid Fusion, which I just streamed recently. Nice. Metroid Fusion also a good, also is my a favorite game. Metroid. I, I, it's really hard for me to pick between that and Super Metroid. Once I play Super Metroid again, and I, I would like to stream it again eventually, but like I just beat Metroid Fusion recently. I beat it a couple times. It's uh, I wouldn't recommend 100%ing it because it's got a lot of filler power-ups. That's mm-hmm. the only thing I don't really like about it. I, I don't think I've 100%ed it. I, think I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend it. I've looked it up and it's just annoying. It's a pain in the ass. So, but like gotcha. the most, you get most of the power ups. You could get all the energy tanks in one in one go, which is cool. That's really the only thing unique is the game is hard. It's like they do the enemies do so much yeah. damage to you because you're supposed to be weaker. But Metroid Fusion, awesome. It's a linear, it's a more linear Metroid, which I can respect. Um, they tried something new with yeah. it. I love the design of Samus. I love the the lore and the story and the idea and the concept. I just think it's great. It's really hard because I love you and I both love Metroid so much. So it's hard for me to pick a favorite. Like if Metroid Fusion's a ten, yeah. like Prime and Zero Mission and Super Metroid are like nines, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. So and like I, um, one thing I would recommend you try out is uh, another Metroid. It's like another. Another Metroid 2 remake. A? It's like AM2R. It's like a fan-made recreation of Metroid 2. And uh, like Nintendo put like a cease and desist about it. I think you can still get it somehow. But it's it's very good. Um, So that's three. Uh, I would have to say uh, Earthbound. Earthbound is... I never beat Earthbound, but I enjoyed playing the bit, the little bits that I've played of it. Earthbound's I loved it. great. It has one of my favorite soundtracks in gaming of so all wacky. time. It is a weird game, but it's like based in it's a wacky little guy game. Yeah, I know. It's based in reality. It's like instead of like fantasy RPG stuff, you have like baseball bats and yeah. like hamburgers and like tin cans. Yeah, and, and yeah. it's just like it's so wholesome and sweet. Uh, Mother games are yeah. so good. I need to beat Mother Three. Like I actually have the fan made guide for Mother Three. Like it's handmade. Like it's not oh, Nintendo yeah. never released it because it had to be translated from the mm-hmm. Japanese version. But they made like a, a guide for it and like hand drew and wrote out everything. Mm-hmm. And like I have that somewhere in my house. But like that. And then uh, for my last one, it would be Castlevania: Aria of Sorrow, which Hollow Knight nice. would probably take the place of once I beat Hollow Knight. But Aria of yeah. Sorrow, Castlevania is just a great series. Um, I love Super Castlevania Four, the NES version, or Castlevania. I 1. love any of those kind of like RPG adjacent platformers like oh, yeah. that that are Metroid and Castlevania, Metroidvania. Style yeah, because they have stats and like stuff, you can man. customize your uh, stuff and like all yeah. the gear i recently like, got into dead cells uh-huh. and like that game's super fun like as far as like a pick up and play kind of random game yeah. so I those love are those yeah kind of games too. those are some of our runners up uh, again games like mario right. 64 come to mind yeah. like uh mario kart ds like stuff like that uh come to mind there's so many great to games put, to put a nice bow on this let's get to our number one yeah so your right. favorite game so like for if, me i it's a Zelda game. I love Zelda games. Mm-hmm. Basically, what it comes down to is which Zelda game. Yep. I love Breath of the Wild. I Me love... Too. That's another one of my runners up. Uh, yeah, it's so good. Um, Majora's Mask yeah. is pretty good. I like it less than like Ocarina of Time and games like that. stresses me out. 
but, but I, yes it's good stresses me out yeah i think that's why i don't like it it's just like less of a casual play and more of a stressful play all the way through yeah my number one is tears of the kingdom it has recently overtaken wow. ocarina of time as my number one game because it does everything that i loved about ocarina of time as far as the grandness of the world and exploration mm -hmm. and like all that while keeping you direct like you know keeping the direction of you know kind of easy to follow the you know going from place to place but there's just so much to do in between oh yeah and the being able the just the the building ca capabilities of being able to build whatever you want is that just is, so fun that's the biggest part uh, of the game for me it's is like, so fun and the being able the to fly appeal. around is so cool mm -hmm. and like i don't know man it's it is everything i love about a zelda game just amplified by a million yeah there's uh, that's what yeah. uh, Tr uh so tristan and hannah told me that uh no nah, minish cap is best zelda because <laughs> that's funny <laughs> it's a good game it's not my favorite but it's a good game um it's it's my it's my favorite zelda but that's more that could be also be recency bias brooks too, honorable mentions but. just the metroidvania games i love heck yeah dude yeah ghost and i have pretty similar tastes in games but um yeah. yeah tears of the kingdom i totally respect that because it's a huge game and it yeah. is just extra breath of the wild if you loved it i personally yep. am not the biggest fan of it I like Breath of the Wild. You just more. don't like. You, uh, okay. Breath of the Wild because reason? I think Breath of the Wild was more of a self-contained experience. Because for mm -hmm. me, and it's it's just the way I am as a person. I think there's just, which is going to be funny when I tell you my favorite game. There's just too much for me going on in Tears of the Kingdom. It's That's like, why I like it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like if you if you're into that and love that, because Tristan and Hannah they say it's yeah, their yeah. favorite Zelda games too. From what I remember, yeah. they said they like it better than Breath of the Wild, and it's they. I think Tristan even told me it was like the best Zelda game. So there are tons of people that love it, and I know mm -hmm. why. I know why. For me personally, uh, it was just a little too tedious. I need to beat it on stream because I'm at the end of the game. I put you like you need to beat it on stream. I put like yeah. I put a ton of hours into it. I have yet to. I have yet to. I no, have I beaten it? I feel I like I've beaten it. I haven't beaten and the I'm final boss yet. So once I do, yeah. I'll probably never touch it again. But um, <laughs> but I I still think it's a good game. I th I think there's a lot of things to love about, especially if you did if you didn't play Breath of the Wild. Oh, dude. Oh, it's it's a beautiful thing. I do love saving coughs, torturing coughs, torturing coughs, Korox. Korox. Yeah, Korox yeah. seeds will always be shit. Like I'll, I, I will so never funny. defend Korox seeds. But like, you get enough to upgrade your stuff and leave. You know, fuck the rest of them. But yeah. like, um, yeah. I, if it's your first Zelda game, there's a lot of great things and great ideas. And I can't believe they pulled yeah. it off on the Switch. And it runs as That's well the as other it thing. does. It's that technically is the other Im thing. so impressive for the hardware limitations. It is a tech. It is a technical marvel, and the fact that it still looks good. Oh yeah, and plays well. The load times yeah. are not that bad. Like oh. if, if like pretty fast, and like the cutscenes, the cuts, the seamless cutscene to gameplay transitions yeah. are incredible for on a Switch, bro. Oh yeah, a when, seven year old console. Yeah, when the Switch, I I Something I, I like can't that? wait. Uh, shout out to Arlo. Um, but if you want to know anything about Nintendo, uh, from a, a reliable, mm -hmm. trusted source, I 
Arlo's the guy. So Arlo yeah. talks Arlo about all that. Um, he, I haven't watched his recent video. It's like there's actual evidence of the Switch 2 coming out, which I want to see if like what he has to say about mm-hmm. it. But Arlo is the man. Yeah. Shout out to Arlo. But um, that's where I get all my Nintendo stuff from is like I trust that guy. Mm-hmm. But like all that to say, um, I totally understand where you're coming from when it comes to yeah. the kingdom. The game is super impressive. Um, just a technical feat. Um, yeah. I personally... And I feel like it's very easy to give... I fully understand giving Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. number one. That's my go-to. Like, if I had to yeah. pick between I both of them, totally Breath of the Wild... It. It's basically... It, I don't want to water it down by saying it's the same game. But it's like it's basically the same. It's game. it's just slightly different versions of the same. It's two game. types of experiences. Like Breath of the Wild is more yes, and that's uh, being that I love a Link to the Past. I love more self-contained, like specific mm-hmm. experiences. Where Tears of the Kingdom is like a huge something for everybody. It's got so much that like, and that's that. That's why I appeal. like it because I can play the same game and depending on what I want to do, oh, I yeah. can go do that thing. Also, Eli, what's in up? the same sure. game. Yeah, I what's totally up, get that. So, Andrew's favorite game of all time, Tears of the Kingdom. And now that I say yep. all that, I'm about to incriminate myself. <laughs> and this is a recent pick for me. Elden Ring. Yeah. Elden Ring. You say, I don't like games with too much content. And yeah. So Elden... One of arguably the largest games of all time. I know. So I'm a little bit of a hypocrite. Um, Elden Ring has its flaws. Elden Ring is not perfect. I have a lot of gripes with Elden Ring. I would Elden argue Ring. that it's one of the least flawed games, though, to be honest. Yeah. But I think... And I was this close to picking Dark Souls the original dark souls yeah that because that's the game that like changed everything for me when it comes to from soft games yeah and dark souls is a masterpiece and it probably should be on the list instead of elden ring but i've replayed elden ring so much recently that's the one game that's like if i had to pick a game to wipe my memory clean of it would be hard between like pokemon emerald and Elden Ring. Yeah. But I still think I would pick Elden Ring. Um, mm. That could change. But like, especially when the DLC, I was going to say Conker's Bad Fur Day was Brooks's favorite. <laughs> yeah, I like, I, <laughs> I like, I like getting drunk and pissing on the fire guys and the great mighty poo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That would be a Brooks game though. I need to stream that. Yeah, game that would be a somehow. Brooks game. But yeah, yeah. Elden Ring, there's a lot to be said about, I can just, play this and have fun whenever i pick it up that's true for me elden ring as a total package all of its flaws everything in it is like i I love i do love open world games Mm -hmm. i love i remember playing the like fallout 3 and just walking around the wasteland and i went to rivet city and i stole all of the silverware and resold it back to everybody and made tons of caps like i love (laughs) open world yeah. games i love just getting lost breath of the wild i could walk around breath of the wild yeah. forever you know tears of the kingdom yeah. even like i love having yeah. that and having uh, i think the difference between elden ring and tears of the kingdom for me is like there are a ton of things to do but i think elden ring offers slightly more of a reward 
for yeah. doing the things because like tears sure. of the kingdom for example you go through the dungeons and then you get dlc armor right but if you do yeah. elden ring like elden ring has some crappy rewards when it comes to runes so, rune gain and like uh yeah. items and stuff like that but if you want like a specific ash of war you do a specific thing yeah it enhances your build so Sorry, I didn't mean to yeah. cut you off. We can, we we can. I was just gonna say we can. Uh, there's there's plenty of games that I want to talk about that are like games that I haven't played that I'm I'm excited to play. Oh, that would be a great uh, thing to talk about too because I have plenty of those. Uh, yeah, yeah. That like I'm I'm very intrigued to play or like yeah. I, I feel like that's a whole thing. But <clears throat> open world is my favorite genre of game. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I love yeah. it. I love I, that's. I love that that's a, a recent meta that everybody's just really diving into um, because it's super fun and it just leaves you to do it however you want to. Um, but I've never played Elden Ring. Elden oh, Ring dude, is on it would that change list your life. for me. The, uh, like, and oh, it's just, yeah, it's just one of those things where I feel like uh, it would be like a game that probably honestly should be on my list that I didn't even think about is um any of the elder scrolls games like like oblivion or skyrim or like those kind of games obviously those games also have flaws but they're super fun in a very similar way to elden ring which is like you can build your stuff things matter choices matter you know uh oh yeah bosses like, and for me elden things. ring like yeah. The build, the like, I'm a strength main because I'm a meathead, like, unga bunga, like, yeah. pff, big damage, hit, kill, like, you know, like, that's sort of, I've, yeah. I've dabbled, but the thing about Elden Ring is, like, I've dabbled in sorcery builds, I've dabbled in, like, uh, hybrid builds, I've tried all different mm -hmm. types of things, which, it gives you the option to try things, for sure, but yeah. you always seem to end up going back. Like I wanted to be a carrion knight, which is like a, a magic based sorcerer that uses like melee spells. But I mm -hmm. ended up going right back to strength because that's my bread and butter. And that's how I like to play the games. Like yeah. you can do, you, I've, I tried, I've had bleed builds. I've had uh faith and deck or faith and magic builds, like a hybrid build uh, because you use a sword mm -hmm. of night and flame and it has both fire and magic, which is amazing. Um, yeah. And then you have like with strength. So there's three examples of a strength build that I have on my current character. Uh, one is just like the gut sword, like the big great sword with, yeah. the, with the lion's claw, the front yeah. flip smash attack, which is like my I've single seen, hand. Yeah, one. I've seen you play with that one before. And then I yeah. have the rusted anchor, which does pierce damage with wild strikes. So I literally can just have the rusted anchor and go. And just mm -hmm. just eviscerate whatever I need to, and it, it's the, the the only thing about it is the length, the range is smaller. But the pierce damage, for example, if you're getting hit, um, pierce damage increases your damage, so it's like a counter damage almost. So that's cool. And yeah. there's a uh, there's a, a talisman that boosts that damage as well. And then my third one, I have a dual halberd setup that's bleed. I have bleed on both of it. And then I have uh, this Ash of War. It's like a phantom slash, which it like creates a, a clone of you and it sends it out and slashes and then you slash after it. And it's just like heavenly. Yeah. So also the jump, always, jumping in that game yeah. is like it changed combat. It changed the way you dodge. It changed the way you attack. It yeah. changed. Ah, I can talk about. I, I, uh, when I when I play 
when I play Elder Scrolls games, I always start as an I always start as a sword and board, and I always end up as soon as they enter because there's an inevitability in an Elder Scrolls game, the way that they're all set up is they introduce you to a magic school. Yeah. And as soon as you get introduced to a magic school, I become an archer mage every single time. Oh, dude, there's I literally an, assassin an Ash of War. archer mage. There's a spell called Loretta's Great Bow, and it's literally a, a, a sl- like pretty much a magic bow where you and you charge up and like yeah. there's ashes of war that can do the same thing and like um it's just amazing it's it, elden ring has something for everyone and it is the most accessible from soft game because they give you so many resources and tools to deal with everything uh let's see um yeah eli says have you played Armored the chat Core real 6? quick I had Armored Core 6. Um, I tra- I'm going to get it on PC later, but I wanted to play it. I had it on PS4, but I traded my PS4 in for a PS5 and I sold it, but I want to buy it on PC. So it looks amazing. Nice. I haven't played it yet, but it looks... Uh, Borderlands franchise is the... Oh, yeah. Borderlands for I being... I love Borderlands. Yeah, to be a uh, franchise minus the pre-sequel is my number one favorite. BL3 being on the top. That's a good choice. Uh, too crude to be called good a sword. Shot. Oh right, yeah, the um, sort of night and flame or whatever. <laughs> the bur- yeah, the sort of night and flame. I've yeah. always been a brute force type of player. I feel like other t- playing types go too slow for me. When I play Dark Souls, my favorite way to play is based on Dark Souls Three combat, where it's like big heavy weapon, light armor, roll fast. So it's like I can pff, tons of damage, roll hit fast. Hard, don't hit hard and don't get hit. That's yeah. basically how I like to play those games. So it's like a hybrid of Dark Souls One mm-hmm. and Elden Ring. It's like I, I still think Dark Souls 3 has the best combat, I think. But Elden Ring's combat so I've is... I've never played a FromSoft game. Oh, ever it'll change life. your life. I think Dark Souls 3... But the thing is, Elden Ring has glass cannon fighting, basically, is what I like. Um, yeah. But the jumping mechanic in Elden Ring almost makes me argue against that because the jump mechanic... Like, for example, if a sword swipe goes down... You jump it, you, you know, can jump over you it. can, you could roll through it or you, like one of the main bosses in the game, he has a big sword and he goes, it's like a big sweep, but you could hop it. The, like the final boss has an attack where you have to jump over it to avoid damage. So all that to say, mm. um, we'll, we'll start to wrap things up here, but this yeah. has been a great episode, but like Elden Ring, I mean, I got the tattoo and everything. My first yeah. playthrough of Elden Ring, it, that game came out at a very special time for me where I was like going through some really tough stuff and it got me through a lot. And as I replay the game and look forward to the DLC, it just has become my go-to favorite game. I just, there's so much I love about it. Any Crusader King players, uh, CK3 is one of my favorite. I've never heard of it, but if Eli likes never it, heard of it, I'm, I'm sure it it's out. good. So yeah, our favorite games of it's, all time. It is funny. It is funny that uh, between Elden Ring and Zelda, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is just Nintendo's Elden Ring. It is. Yeah. It is literally just Nintendo's version of Elden Ring. Cody, what's up? 
Tell you I might end soon. Oh yeah, we're about to end the podcast. But again, I think, I think we're going to end the podcast. We might stay on stream for a little bit though, and yeah. hang out with people and ch- chat for a bit. But yeah, that's but we're our gonna favorite end the games. Here in yeah, a that's our favorite games of all time. That's going to end the the recording and the yep. pod. Uh, thank you, Andrew. Thank you guys for showing up. Yeah, uh, having a good time. Uh, if you're listening, if you're listening, hit subscribe, like, share with a friend. If you're listening on audio platform, leave a review. It's really mm-hmm. good for the podcast. And then if you're not listening to this and you're watching this on a podcast platform, uh, go to a podcast platform and leave a review and uh, help us push it to new people. Yeah. That's super fun. And yeah, thank you for hanging out. Brooks, send us off. Yep. Thank you guys for watching. We'll see y'all next Monday. Be nice. Be good. Don't be mean. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs>